20 sided dice, just roll into the into your uh, big 20 sided dice, uh, Sir Deem guy. We're just hanging out in the basement, rolling 20 sided yeah, dice, die. unlabeled dice, dice maybe. I right, need a D100 roll. I need that dance roll. All right. <laughs> uh, oh. 68? I don't know how to dance. I got zero on my dance skills. Oh, well, then you would know that the dance theorist Rudolf von Lamban is a is a German dancer, and he dances with these icosahedrons, but you're not sure why and what they mean, or who, or who to ask. Maybe you'd have to ask the man himself. Yeah, fuck this. I'm blowing a hole in one of the hexadrexes. How big are they? Before you blow a hole in one, how big are these? It's about six feet tall, and you immediately recognize that this is too large to get up out of this basement. You'd need a blowtorch and a few hours to deconstruct it. Yeah. Fuck him. How dare he dance in his basement? Who gives him the right to dance in a basement like in like like dark musky air and uh, uh, like fucking red candles dripping onto the floor? Clean up your fucking dance floor. Uh, this is gonna teach him. I'm gonna blow a hole in one of his this this dice thing. And as you're about to shoot the icosahedron, you look down at the ground and you see something strange right before you pull the trigger you see bare footprints wandering around the dirt hard packed floor and as you bend over to get a closer look you see that these are not a man's footprints the tracks of all the men's shoes that were one, with one exception a set of slim bare footprints likely that of a woman or of a youth that lead from the center of the icosahedron and out up through the staircase from the room. Wait, are these happening while I'm looking at them? They're just walking away? They're not just walking away. You uh, you see these footprints in the hard pack earth. Like they're, stepping, they in, they're stepping so in front of me. Let's follow those tracks. I need to know if, are these stepping like there's an invisible person or no, these tracks are in there? No, Bishop, no. What was your question there, um, Horst? Sorry, are we seeing the footprints as they are forming, or are they already present? They're already present. Oh. Okay. Why do you have to say it that way? Sorry, no. Sorry. Like, no. Like, yeah, you're right, but no. He was trying very hard That's... to cut you off at the pass there. He's like, yeah. All right, I'm going to take the doll and throw it as hard as I can in the directions the footprints went. Porcelain shatters off the stairs. All right. Oh, well. Hmm. All right. all out. I apologize, Dr. Alexander. I had managed to fix the poppy night. I didn't mean to put that on hey. you. I'm sorry about that. Alexander, Ooh. you did on me. Both of us. Also, on you, I'm sorry. I deserve an extra... He did this to me first, though. Yeah, that's true. No, we both deserve an extra roll, just in case. I apologize. That was my bad. I, I should realize that I'm hacking <coughs> a fraud, and of course the technical issues are on my part. I want a discount. That's what you guys find down here in the basement. This strange small space with the candelabras, the red melted wax. Clearly there was a group of gentlemen probably executing some horrific rite. And whatever they summoned through this icosahedron exited up those stairs. 
Cool. I'm blowing a hole through this this grenade now. Yep. You uh, sent some uh, good buckshot through it and dismantle that evil D20. Yes. If it's not my D20, it cannot be your D20. Let's go. You guys okay. follow the stairs back up and arrive back in the courtyard. You make your way back into the building. Grabbing another doll. Uh, Grab another doll. Wait, wait, wait. We still gotta go upstairs. What are the dolls? Very what's, different. What's the sexiest doll there? They're good. Dude. There are none of them? There are oh, zero right. Burn takes the, the doll with the, uh, no, the, biggest, right, right. Uh, the biggest dress. No, yep. there's what? Okay. Yeah, these aren't a... those kind of dolls. Although, I like where your head's at, because you are surprisingly close to... Never mind. You guys make your way back into the building and find yourself. Wait. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. I want to go look at the dolls a little bit more closely. I want to basically start smashing their heads until I see if one of them is moving. I want to finish Holy off, make shit. sure all the heads are broken. I'm just going to watch this then, actually. I'm going to, like, also, I'll protect the back door and make sure nobody comes in, but I'm going to watch him break every doll. Cause Listen, man, next thing fine. you know, you're in fucking future, like, zombie filled burglars flying and hovering. Because I was entertained. Do it. Hey, man, that's at worst. You do remember? remember you have a doll in your pants. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, keeping yeah. that one. I'm, yeah. I'm saving one and I'm That one doesn't one. get smashed. Yeah. That that doll that we're smashing the rest of them is going to stand by Fuck your Fuck it, man. If you're going to do ones. it, I'm going to blow a hole through some of these dolls, too, man. Yeah. Yeah. Let's blow all the dolls. Fuck it. Oh, boom. Shotgun shot. You guys so grab a couple of lights up a cigarette and just kind of, like, takes a seat. Yep. And watching the just complete destruction unfold, you make quick work. All the dolls are getting completely devastated. And the lighting in here makes it difficult to see, but you take the time and just crush <coughs> every bit of porcelain and leaving none, none still standing. You do feel out of the corner of your eye and your peripherals vanishing into the darkness. We need to kill them all! Quickly! But you're pretty sure you got all of them. Hmm. Mm. I'm gonna whistle for my dog to come in, and I have a sniff around for anything that's that's like a like that's wa like a rat or something, you know, just in case, you know, because you know if there was something running around the ground, I want to know. Find he it, makes boy. a pass, does a loop around, and then he Kill arrives it. back at the stairs leading up. Hey guys, we have uh, we have a problem. There seems to be something up here. And I lock, lock and loaded. Shall we? Shall we go? Your loyal hound points like a Dotson, one leg up, tail very straight, making your way up the stairs, leading from the hallway, reaches a modest bedroom and living quarters. Here you find a rumpled bed, a small vanity, and a makeshift dining area set up next to a wood-burning stove. A window next to the bed looks out over the front courtyard. Most of the wall space in this room is given over to bookshelves. The subject matter ranges over a wide variety of topics from mathematics to history to geography to books on ceramic firing techniques in languages including Latin, Greek, German, and Hebrew. If any of you know the latter, they note. Do you, any of you Jewish know Hebrew? Uh, Brightburn's Jewish. Oh, yeah. That's sort of like being Jewish. Oh, I am Jewish. I forgot. I'm Jewish. Please speak to you. We're all Jewish. 
Everyone's Jewish. Every one of us. Is Jewish. Okay. <laughs> That's how Jewish people sound. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta cut that out. <laughs> yeah. We just got canceled. <laughs> many of oh, damn it, canceled again. Uh, many of the tomes in the language appear to be extremely esoteric subjects, having to do with the study of the Kabbalah. One of the few bits of art on the wall is an unframed, slightly curled 17th-century print depicting an old man seated in a chair holding a ten-pointed symbol inscribed with various Hebrew letters. If anyone, if anyone would try and discern what exactly that a piece of art is, I need an occult roll. I'm going to open my book, too, to, to get an advantage, if possible. I'll give you advantage on your occult roll, absolutely. Alright, uh, 69. Nice. And 50. Wait, how does that work again? I forgot. <laughs> Colt. Oh, do I just press the bonus? Yes, Plus so the two. bonus slash penalty, and that would make you have a 29 instead of a 69. Nice. Nice. So that's going to identify the symbol as a Sephiroth. The 10 emanations in Kabbalah. Damn. Uh, interesting. And Is as there... you gaze into it, you notice the edges as if the paper flutters right off the wall. It's moving a little bit. Oh, there's wind. I'm going to fire. Fire through the, uh, the picture, just in case there's somebody behind it. There is no one behind it, however... As you start examining the room, looking for a secret passage, where is this draft coming from? You're sure that this paper wouldn't be moving on its own? There's a bookcase. Giving it a push, a squeeze, a jostle, you push hard on the side nearest the wall, and you set the case moving on its counter-pivoted balance, uncovering oh another God. set of stairs leading still farther up. I whistle for my dog and I tell him to go up. Bring it down. Just for clarity's sake, what do you mean bring what do you mean by that? I mean whatever ran away. I want him to bite its neck and bring it down, dragging crying. And uh, after a few moments dragged down the stairs is a 90 year old man covered in blood you immediately see a trail all the way down the stairs of just pooled blood as this old frail man is beaten to an inch of his life and as you glance at him you see him still clutching a knife in his right hand and you're like, God damn, dog, I didn't mean you to hurt him that bad. No, I did. It's fine. And on second right, examination. I'm going to pat up him and say, good job, and give him a treat. <laughs> on second examination, you see that both of this old man's wrists are slit. He clearly tried to kill himself. Oh, he must be immortal, probably. Uh, I'm going to put the gun to his head. He's like, do you want me to help you with that? <gasps> Please. What did you... T Please. Who's what? You can hear him saying something over and over again, and because you, both of you who are Jewish, you recognize what he's saying in Yiddish as kill me, kill me, kill me. 
Why? Over and over again. So, tell me why first. The old man's quite it. weak. You can tell that he's insane. He's half mad. Clearly he's seen something that's driven him to the end of his wits. I, I, I go to him like, I can do it. But tell me why. And I will release you from this mortal coil and let you sing along with the, my god. And my god alone. And I really mean my god, by the way. I'm going to sacrifice him if he, after he tells him. She was here. She came through What's her... the artifact. In the basement? We didn't know. We thought, we thought we were summoning. We didn't know she would come. We thought, oh, good god. What have we done? Ashtoteth, please. I write down everything, and I grab the knife before he takes his laugh for us, and I stab into his heart, and it's like, go (gasps) to my god, and (gasps) be his food for the next (gasps) millennium. Hey, thank you. You don't want to thank me. You're gonna wish I didn't. And he passes. You see the light fade from his eyes, and he grows still. And that for that brief second, you see a red light, like his soul just got ripped out of his. Brightburn looks uh, through his pockets to see if he has a wallet. <laughs> yeah, you have your damn wallet. This old man, skin and bones, he's got to be at least ninety years old. You yeah, do not find lot. he is not wearing pants. He is wearing a cossack. All right, is there a wallet in his cossack? No. How big is his dick? <laughs> it's huge. Nice. Damn. Let's go upstairs and find out. Brightburn, uh, Brightburn uh, has uh, has the deacon take a picture of him next to the dick. He's just like smiling, thumbs up. Oh, it's like a, it's like a, like a victory. Again? Uh, picture. Okay. Yes, Trophy. sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Give me a second. Yes. And I take out the big ass camera you know, with the flash and everything. He has to stay there for. Deacon, a who's bigger? <laughs> me or this one? Uh, sir. Deacon. Yes. Thank you. Don't you forget it. It's like one of those <laughs> pictures you take next to a marlin, like a big fish you caught. And it's a yeah. big flash and gunpowder and stuff. Do you think we should take it with us or? Uh, this guy. You think the it'll dick? come in handy? Yeah, the His dick. dick? Oh, the I dick. guess. Obviously. All right, sir. All right. And I, yeah, I grab my knife and cut it off for him and put right. it in a bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Just in your pockets. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, you, you have it, sir. And you know who will try to eat it. Oh, God. You? Oh, yes, the dog. Right. I'm going to go upstairs. Yeah, Brian kind of throws again. it over his shoulder. Carries on <laughs> <down> upstairs. <laughs> and you make your way up the stairs. You guys arrive up to the attic of the building and find that the entire floor is littered with papers. The window askew. It's been forced open by the wind. This damned blowing wind. And it's scattered the papers everywhere. And you can see over where his blood is pooled on the ground, a giant pile of the papers were blown into him, probably saving his life as it blocked off his cut arteries and stopped him from bleeding out. Going over some of the papers, you see that it's it's more esoteric. This is of the occult nature, some kind of summoning ritual. Oh, let me look at it in my book. 
Oh, I got 25. Fuck it. But you know what? Whatever. I'll take it anyway. <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, you wait, realize that, that this is... Yes, that's a lot better. That would be a 0.5 out of 70. That's an extreme success. You immediately pick up one piece of paper, no blood on it, and it catches your interest. This is a summoning ritual of Ashtoreth, the Hebrew spelling for the goddess Astarte. Oh, I have done this before. Not this god, but interesting. This is a summoning ritual, my friends. Let's, uh, and then I guess the downstairs, whatever I blew the hole through, is the artifact the guy was talking about. That they were dancing around, I'm guessing. <coughs> and, uh, of course, our rituals are more sexual than this creepiness. You would know that Astarte is a. Well, she's a rather raunchy god. She is a very sexual being, but to find out more information about this particular god, it might be worth paying a visit to the Pergamon Museum. Uh, well, I can't legitimately leave Evans behind, so I'm going to get a match and take a paper, rubbish through his uh, pa uh, anything that's valuable just for my... Uh, my my uh, cult leader, and yes. and toss a get to, uh, and toss it the, onto the paper and let it burn and then we'll walk out. Not <laughs> Burn the evidence. Absolutely, you guys pilfer whatever valuable and take it within your persons. Absconding with a doll, Horst. Hmm. As you follow your friends out of the dollmaker's shop with newfound information, you feel yourself pulled an unseen gravity down the lane. In your pants. <sighs> having nothing to do with the doll in your pants. It, it, it's making you walk a little bit funny, but this is different. This is an odd sensation. It's almost like you have vertigo. And as you look back towards your friends, they're no longer there. Uh, I know this feeling. Touch your doll, hurry it, quickly. It's the only one that's going to protect you. As you stop and turn, you try and find the alleyway that they disappeared down. They jump into an alleyway, a door frame that you just can't see them. Are they messing with you? As you turn around, you find that the street you travel down stops some five feet in front of you. So you have to turn again in a sharp V and continue down another way. With no other way forward, you emerge from the alley alone into a much different city. Skyscrapers? Sweet. You thought that such buildings were only existed in New York, but these? These are towering, but bent in weird angles and made of reflective glass. They're emanating a strange golden hue that illuminates the air. The fog that you stand captured this entire city. It's effusive, like a soft sunset. And from each of these skyscrapers, they're connected. Catwalks haphazardly run from the structures, some straight while others loop or rise so steeply they seem impossible to navigate. Suddenly you feel eyes on you.
Apologize to all our uh, ASMR <laughs> fans. This is probably like, oh god, no, please stop. Or please more. Oh god. Hasmer. What are you doing, Horst? Um, I'm gonna turn around and mosey, kind of retrace my steps. As you retrace your steps, you find yourself, find yourself back at the dead end, and as you look feeling out, trying to push in the stones. Surely there's some kind of platform three and five quarters situation going on here. You continue to feel the eyes on you. Um, uh, pull out the doll and have a look at it. Maybe wave it around and say, hey, leave me alone. It is just a normal doll. The porcelain eyes stare blankly back at you as you look into them, you see movement in your peripheral. Okay. I quickly turn around towards that. Sitting in a stoop, unmoving is a fox. Uh, Oh, what does the fox say? (laughs) Okay. Well, you know what? I've got some nice dry cat food that foxes would love, so I take a little bit out of my pocket. Put it in my hand and kind of wander over the spot to the fox to offer it some treats. Fox leaps down to your feet, looks up at you, and then starts eating all the cat food. Sweet. I wait for him to finish. And then you kill him? Flicks his tail, circles around you, trots over to the corner, and then turns back to look at you. Alright, I'm going to go over and look at the corner, maybe feel around in the corner. I mean, he's not, like, just using the corner as, like, a... You know. Yeah. Nazlek doesn't come up, and as soon as you make it to the corner, he starts moving in front of you, occasionally looking back at you. You walk around the corner, and you see everywhere hundreds, thousands, thousands of foxes. Some of them are in shops. Others are carrying saddlebags full of goods as they bustle through the throngs of fur. Baby foxes are pushed in strollers with other little ones playing on stoops. You wander. These are a metaphor for people, correct? These are all foxes. I mean, is the It's like Lewis Wayne cats, but as foxes. Um... So, uh, is the fox who I initially encountered still hanging around? Is he trying to nudge me to go in any particular direction? Because I'm going to go with him. It's not hard to follow him, and you maintain. He is making it easy for you to follow you, or for you to follow him. And as you do, your wonder of the whole bizarre scene robs you of your focus for a moment. And as you return, you focus on where you're going to put your foot, and you look down, and you're about to step on a fox. Give me a... You're about to step on a foxtail. Give me a dex roll, please. Alrighty. You got this. You have this. Oh my god, you have this. Not a problem. You're able to step right over that foxtail. You do not crush that poor little tail's fox. He was a ninja in his past life. He does a flip, too, by the way. 
<laughs> and as so I'm gonna, make... yeah, go ahead. What are you gonna do? Oh, I was gonna take the, you know, the doll hair that's in my pocket and try and give myself a fake foxtail. <laughs> Hot. Hot. I have a pretty strong disguise roll. There you go. Nice hard success. Hot. Oh fucking a hard success. Blend in, dude. Oh my yeah. god. You made a Fergus proud, and you continue, and you find yourself after a few minutes arriving at a train station. Oh. After a few moments of waiting, a train arrives, and giving you a curt nod, the fox that you've been following <coughs> this entire time, you can tell he's asking you to get back on the one of these train ca- carriages. I mean, what do these train cars look like? Do they look like cattle cars? Do they look like, you know, luxury cars? Extremely fancy. You in oh, I'm getting life? on. Well, I, I, you know what I say? I look at the fox and I'm like, after you. And I kind of point to the thing and wait for him to get on. He flicks his tail. You can tell that while there is a, a rush of movement, there are many foxes getting off and on, boarding and unboarding. This is not his stop. This is for you. Trust him. Um, yeah, I'll get on. I'll give him a few more pieces of cat food, though, on my way, like as a way of saying thanks. He nibbles on him quite gratefully, and you hop onto the train. And immediately, this entire place is a level of luxury that you've never seen in your life. You've only read about it in papers. This is for reserved for the very upper tier of the gentry. This is monarchy level. There is deep, luscious red leathers. The entire platform is raised up, probably uh, operating on some kind of mechanisms, some mechanical innovations that you have not met before. It is a smooth ride. As the train pulls out of the station, you find yourself settling back as a little fox waiter comes up with a drink. You're so sleepy and tired. It's such a comfortable, smooth ride. You find yourself drifting off before you even know it. Nope. A horse doesn't sleep. Nope, nope, nope. He pops some Dexedrine. This is why you you always tape your... uh, I don't sleep anymore. I never sleep. So I got Dexedrine, I got methamphetamine, I got it all. Yeah, a horse doesn't sleep in years. Immediately coming back. Getting that Dexedrine Ah! through your system. You see a wonderful tunnel of color swirling around you. This train has left the tracks and is jolting through the space-time continuum back to the real world, out of the land of dreams. Always tip your waiters, guys. And then you find yourself with sleepy, tingly footfalls standing right behind your companions. I'm just not going to say anything about any of this. That was yeah. me and Dexy. We're not. We're not talking. <laughs> Do I still have the uh, the tail, or was that part of a dream? You do have your tail. All right, I'm going to take the tail off and put it back in my pocket. Yep. What, no one noticed. Where did you get that? Come on, do this, this, do this guys. Do a sneak at least if you're going to hide your tail. All right, hang on. <laughs> If you have a, a sneak, tail, what is a sneak? Stealth? Stealth. Whatever. How about sleight of hand? See that? Oh fuck! Okay, all right. I didn't see shit. 
Hey okay. guys, did you guys see a fox by any chance? Uh, no, but I see a dog. Alright. You know what, tell that dog to go kill any fox that comes near us. Uh, sure. Naturally, he likes human, fuck he likes human flesh. You guys come around the corner and emerge back into the city and it is windy and foggy. It is hard to see what's around you and you hear there's a lot of commotion from coming down the street. Oh, what? Didn't we just burn down a house though? Yeah, but you know, that was a doll maker shop and you, you, these things happen. You got to be careful when you're firing porcelain. Yeah, true, true. Fire department's there. They seem to have it under control. But this oh, is a uh, there's a bunch of noise coming out of the fog, and it seems to be like a big mob, a crowd of people. Uh, I, let's. I'm, we're gonna. I'm gonna guide my the the head priest and um um uh horse to the side of the road on the side of the street, so that anybody that runs, they're gonna run past us, and we don't get trampled. And then watch whatever comes out of the fog. You guys retreat to a space of safety, and immediately you're glad you're dead because the scene that saunters down the lane overwhelms you. Women, men frantically thrust down the lane with a wild jubilation, evoking the most bacalarian revelry you can imagine. Couples, groups, grope and pull at each other's clothing, passionately throwing themselves into deep kisses while there's throwback bottles of booze in states of undress. Maybe... Wait, wait, wait. Is this an orgy happening in front of our face? Oh, yeah. Apparently. Yo, oh, yeah. Shaggy, go for it. Brightburn takes off his shirt. Starts <laughs> waiting into the crowd. I, I go and I, 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 I have to join him this time. You guys yeah. jump in, and there's about 40, 50 people hurling themselves. You guys start swimming in the commotion. Every conceivable indulgence is in plain view, right on the street, seemingly oblivious to the stares of the passerbys as the parade of celebrations pass, with you all continuing in its revelry. I mean, the, do the dog is always he's like stepping on people's faces to make sure the the prophet is safe he is like guarding it anybody dressing they're gonna get their throat bit in oh yes step on my face of course he's not involved <laughs> unfortunate side effects of texadrine abuse is erectile <laughs> dysfunction so we're <laughs> kind of standing aside doing nothing uh, um, here, here. I, I come out and I take out a, a, a blue pill. This should help you, sir. I only take things that keep me awake. This will keep you awake. All right, I pop the blue pill. Boy, yo, 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 As you guys are uh, making your way through this crowd, uh, different inebriates getting thrown at you. Here, have a little bit of this. This is the way it goes for you. Have a little sniff of this. Inject here. Yes, baby. I, I'm, uh, I'm gonna, who has really good slide? Oh, wait, you have a horse. Yeah. Right. Uh, start stealing everybody's wallet. All right, I'm gonna pickpocket, like. Because it's on I'm... the floor. You might as well do it while you're fucking. Wait, hang on. Why? What am, what am I doing this for again? Money? We go off to the side and you're like, pickpocket all the people you're fucking. This makes no sense to me. Why am I doing this? Money. All right, so I pickpocket some people. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm going to say you make three successful pickpockets. 
each one. Okay, there'd be a spread of the different kind of people that you get. All right. Let's say... Yeah, let's say you get 100 pounds off one, 10 pounds off the other two. Go ahead and add 120 pounds to your inventory. Done. Nice. I'm glad I can help you, sir. Please, fuck Ezra. I have more pills if you need them. As you guys are whining and dying and finding the fucking and sucking, a woman <coughs> makes her way up to you, Dr. Brightwood. Wild-eyed woman forces her way through the crowd towards you. Big tits, intense eye contact. And after you guys go at it for a little bit, she starts to ingratiate herself with you. Uh, doctor, I'm fascinated with your teachings, Doctor. I... I believe that there is a useful function I can serve you and your organization. Wait, is, he talk is she talking to the prophet? She is talking to the prophet. Uh, my dog is like there watching her neck. Ah, uh, yes, uh, how can I help you, my dear? Well, I think it's how I can help you, and at this point she- Right, Burn immediately starts unzipping his pants. Yep, and she snaps her fingers, and you see uh, her point, and three women that were standing behind her all swarm you. And, uh, Wait, you're what just about a... her? She's serving her purpose, and she is directing these ladies to uh, join the cult. And she is... Um... She, she is continuing her uh, on Wait, the outskirts of this flesh pile. I have a question. Since my cult does have like a lot of sex parties and summoning sexual related things, do we, would we know this person? This young lady seems to be a new face, and as the pile of flesh continues to turn, some of the other girls. Oh yeah, is this him, Max? Fashionably dressed lady says. Oh yeah, I think he's cute. Another one says. Maxine turns back to you, placing a hand on your arm. Please, Dr. Bytewood, teach us your carnal secrets. Uh, Wait, yes, did yeah. she just say con of secrets? Carnal secrets, Deacon. Don't worry, oh. I've got this one. I trust you, sir. Good. Yes, come with me. Have you ever seen a man do this? And uh, Brightwood twists his dick into the shape of a pretzel. <laughs> and then he flips over onto his, his hands and then he, uh, he he starts spinning the pretzel in the air and, oh, and, and then he it like unfolds and turns into an umbrella. <laughs> How about that? Have you ever seen a man do that before? Oh my god, that's just amazing. Oh you my god. Amazing. That's now, so impressive. Knees falling <laughs> off all of you. Fade to black. Uh, oh Deacon, my god. We'll catch you later. And that's Big where break. we're going to take a five-minute break. Uh, uh, they, <laughs> fucking amen. <laughs> with that like raunchy... Inspector Gadget Dick. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Yeah, with that amazingly raunchy scene and fade to black, we're going to cut to our five-minute break. Mm. Did you like the way I killed the guy with the soul being ripped from his body, sir? Oh, yes. Distracted right now, but yes, very much. Yes. I love it when people kill old people. That's my. That's that's what makes my dick hard. Exactly. Fuck old nice. people. I want to portray a proper cultist. You know. 
You're nailing it. All right, let's be back here in five, folks. Man, this song is good.
Yeah, you know what they say it takes to make a good RPG session. Memorable characters, a memorable good minis, and plagiarism. Yeah. Alright, waking up a little bit hungover from your revelry, your your party in the next uh the the day before. You guys have the day to yourself. The city is yours. What are you doing? Um I make sure I get the bath ready for my my uh, uh pastor. I clean the blood off the knives and then I uh <sighs> I make dinner, you know, for both uh, uh, the prophet and uh, and uh, horse. So the standard daily routine, gotcha. Yeah. So um, here's your egg, steak, and cocaine, horse. What here's the there's egg steaks and uh the whatever you use to keep yourself awake, Definitely. as well as orange juice. Oh, and coffee for you, sir. Sounds Unless wonderful. You... Sorry, I just woke up. Ooh. Uh -oh. so, what are you doing? I, I hand him the 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 coffee and I just like oh good morning, sir. And I I make sure to toss. The dog, if he, I'm gonna give the dog something that looks very long and crunchy, and I hand it to him, and he he will eat it, crunchy, crunchy. And a, a little like a nail will fall to the ground for some reason. It's weird. Um, what the fuck are we looking at? General chat. What are you? The this is this what you masturbate to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been a tradition in uh, our apartment household for the last uh, six years to have an, uh, uh, Jeff Goldblum amongst uh, above all of the toilets. Now that I've uh, moved out and I have my own place, uh, it's nice to have my own uh, Goldblum in place. That's nice. awesome. Feels like home. That's uh, uh, awesome. It's a pretty good one. It's a pretty good one they made there. Not too bad. What the? Do you actually? Is this actually your toilet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. That's my toilet. Hilarious. I just, right. I just peed in there. I came back, you were trying to force feed me coffee. Oh, nice. Well, thank you for sharing um, your, 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 your religious artifact. You're welcome. On your golden throne. Or personal throne, I guess. Um, Alright, yeah. So that's that's what happened. What are we doing next? Is that the that one woman here? She's not upset with missing one of her prostitutes, right? No, they were all ours to do with what we will. Oh, okay. Excellent. Excellent. Maxine is there. You can see that she's cleaning and doing other fiduciary functionary work. Oh, well, I make sure she eats too, because it would, I, would be I wouldn't be a proper host if I didn't allow her to eat. Absolutely. And not only does she seem unconcerned with her missing friend, you can tell that there's already two or three more replacements. 
uh, a woman of class and who knows his business probably. Excellent. I can work with, work with you. I think nothing of it, uh, Bishop. I think that we'll get along just fine. I think so too, madam. How can we help you? Oh, please. I am just happy to be a part of the organization. I think that uh, we will be able to mutually aid each other. Excellent. Um, does she look like the, the goddess I know about from the thing? She does not. And at this point, you guys... Your wonderfully relaxed, slow morning is interrupted by a phone call. Okay, I'll, I'll answer it. Oh, yes, sir, I got it. I pick it up. <laughs> hey! Hey! No, uh, we don't take uh, scammers. We don't do scammers. If you're a scammer, you have to go away. You hear a familiar voice across the other line. The memory of Belbel lives on. Oh, we used the doll, by the way. Oof, it was sexy. Click. I just wanted to say that to him. Uh, they said the memory lives on or something. Hey, mm. where's that, that, that woman? The, uh, I don't prostitute. know, Deacon. That was your job. What was her name? Uh, 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 mm, stuff. Um, oh, oh, yes. just... That's what I thought. <coughs> Give me a second. I wrote in the notes. Alice, there you go. Where's Alice at? Alice has disappeared. She seems to have made her way over to the morgue of the hospital to continue the investigation of Anita Berber. See if there's anything strange as to her untimely demise, as it would seem. We should probably make our way over there. We should think about it at some point. Alice is quite the free soul, though. Yeah, and she might be, like, stealing from the grave, so who knows? Or the, uh, the body, whatever. We'll give her a few more hours, then we'll go hunt her down. Oh. Um, is there anything else happening in town? And look at the the new the morning paper. Anything fun? Anything exciting? Orgies? Whatever. There continues to be a rash of infant mortality. There seems to be some kind of awful spike in child deaths. It's way out of the ordinary. There are just tons of little tiny coffins coming out of almost every home there's some kind of plague plague some kind of illness ravishing the younger generations is there any um, chance of being turned into dolls deacon god i hope not we uh oh my god no that's not it can it be you don't think no. that they're dolls you don't think that maybe the dolls are like those voodoo like they connected to the kids' souls or Maybe, something? Maybe, and you killed them all when you crushed them. Oh no, I shotgunned them. I didn't crush them. That's fine. Sure, it's that fine. I'm sure it's not that the case. Because then if it was, the DM would be laughing like crazy. Sure. Um, it's very quiet right now, though. Yes. Um, well, uh, interesting. Uh, uh, nothing else, I guess. Um... Let's go to the play. Let's go to the hospital, I guess. Unless there's oh, do you uh, miss know any place of uh, uh, heightened excitement and valuable of use to us? Since you're here to help, after all. Who are you talking to? The woman. 
Maxine has made herself scarce. You turn around and she's no longer there. Mm. I snap my finger and uh, and like see if it if it'll appear again, like like to call her. You do so, and immediately a smart dress, like a maid outfit, comes up, and t- uh, two more, three more. There are three maids in a very those wonderfully like black and uh, frilly white outfits uh, comes Where up. Where are we? Yes, master. Uh, oh yeah, I believe you guys are at your abode, your apartment. We're at our place, and these ladies are still here. Are these the ones for the orgy. Oh, these are different night? ladies, but they're, they're they're ours now, I guess. Um, where did your uh, your owner co- go? Uh, Maxine isn't uh, Maxine is not our owner. She is our leader. I didn't ask you that. I asked her where she went. Uh, I believe she is acquiring more uh, volunteers <laughs> for our organization. Okay. Um, where did she go to do those things? She has a variety of recruiting grounds. Hmm. Can you show us? Of course. I'd be happy to show you. Excellent. I love to look at a, a master at their work. Before we leave, uh, now that uh, uh, Brightburn has, uh, Brightwood has woken up, he uh, he takes the uh, penis from last night and he brings it over to the uh, the wall collection. And he, uh, he <laughs> intricately opens up the lock and then adds it to his collection. Uh where I'm be so proud here. of my. Uh, I'm so proud of the prophet. Yes, indeed. Fine addition. You hang it on the wall. He whispers to it. I'll be back later. <laughs> Ooh, that was in my brain. Ooh, uh, that absolutely. You placing the lock of your trophies and making your way outside of the building. You find yourselves back on the street. There are a couple different avenues of investigation. You can go ahead and continue to the recruiting grounds of Maxine, where I'm sure you'll find her. Oh, I want to go check out what, how she recruits. So, yeah, I'm going there. Yeah. And it doesn't take you long. You guys arrive at a variety of... Um, you guys arrive at a bar and find Maxine. Working over some of the less fortunate individuals, you can see that these women... While they're well-dressed, you can tell through closer examination that these are prostitutes. They seem to be wearing different... You see some of them are wearing different colored shoes. Some of them are wearing green boots. Others are wearing red boots. Thinking for a moment, you actually realize that this denotes different specialities of their sexual proclivities. Green boots usually uh, denoting some kind of sexual torture. And as she talks uh, to these different women, some of them seem interested, and you can tell that one or two of them probably will end up joining her. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. You know what? I just remember something, and I called a maid, a sexy maid girl, over. Yes, master? I want you to go to her and inform her that we need somebody who can who knows how to dance. Yes, right away, master, a dancer. And as she makes her way over to the other women, and you can tell that they're talking, discussing with each other. There are there are a couple of different investigation avenues that you have open to you. Leaving Maxine to the recruitment of the lower level people. 
letting her run wild might be of your to your advantage, and pursuing one of these other avenues might be a better use of your time. Yeah, we're gonna let her do that. Sure. The oh, Pokemon I, uh, Museum is an option, ooh. as well as looking up Anita Berber's former husband. Oh, he's probably I dead. think we go uh, for the husband. Oh, you want to go the for, oh, former husband? We go husband? for the husband. Okay, we'll go for the I husband, think the sir. The husband will know something. All right, the so. museum's not going anywhere, but if the husband was involved, he will be. <laughs> well, all right, sir. We just want we want to keep our allies close to us and our enemies even closer. <coughs> yes, Thinking it might be wiser. <laughs> that's a good expression, I tell you. That's a wise folk wisdom and uh, yes. adhering to it. Think it might be good to talk to this man before he absconds and gets out of the country. You track him down, and as an entertainer and public figure, finding Chattenhoffman is initially no problem. His residence is at the Weindenhof Casino. By the time how of you, his... Before we, uh, before we get in there, guys, how do we want to do this? Do we think good cop, bad cop, cop that has dolls and cat hair in their pockets and is uh, uh... popping drugs in the corner? Or we t- well yeah good cop bad cop you have the I have the gun you be the friendly good cop guy. bad cop fucking crazy cop yeah I'm gonna shoot you the fucking head I'm gonna good, shoot good cop you bad cop and I'll just oh, masturbate oh. in the corner what do you think hmm. that works dubious interrogation oh, methods no all right I'll start off the as the good cop but if I start masturbating you'll need to step in there all right Horace? I'm gonna blow the door handle open and then I'm gonna kick the door in. You guys will make your way through this casino. By the time of his 1928 return to Berlin, Chan Hoffman has been, uh, he's got a new dance partner. Helen Schnelda is booking shows in clubs and cabarets around the city, or that's what you're able to deduce from the papers. And continuing through this casino, you make your way through the showroom, directly backstage to the dressing room. Before one of such uh, one of his such performances, and <coughs> busting in the door, Bishop, you find him completely taken aback. He turns back from the mirror with all those light bulbs on the side of it. It's like, oh, what are you doing in here? You're not supposed to be bikes. Oh, hey, I recognize you. Don't uh, hurt you with the oh dear, oh my, I dear. Do you see the gun too? Does he see the shotgun pointing at his face? God, yeah, I sure do, sir. Now, there's no reason to be hasty. Let's all calm down and have a nice sniff here. And he holds okay. out a tray with uh, lines already cut up on him. Deacon uh, smashes the tray up into the air. No, are you out of though. your mind, sir? I have put the gun to his face. And it's like No more yes. drugs, Chet. Tell us everything you know. Enough of this bullshit. What happened to her? What did you do? We didn't know, all right? We, uh, we, I know I, we didn't know, all right? We didn't know what we were doing. We thought we were just doing good. I thought well, I was doing good. I I could restore her. I make her better than she was, more than she was. I Jay, you're not to... taking any sense. Uh, uh, this doesn't so mean anything. Wanna... Oh, yeah, Fucking yeah. English, buddy. Uh, I thought 20 said I'd die uh, on the ground. Like, is that your fault? Like this, uh, since we were messing with her, I figured we have them. So, so I t- is it? Are you ready to this? Are you ready to that? And point the gun at him. Uh, I was there. I I didn't 
think that it would work. I was just thinking it was some, you know, party trick, some par- parlor magic. She wanted Shady to be a star I thought I could help. Where is she? Son of a bitch, Chet. Uh, Bright would just start making out with him. <laughs> God. Oh, 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 oh. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Then he slaps him. Oh, oh, oh. Enough of that, Chet. Where is she? Uh, he. Where are they? Where is anyone? Who uh, am I? Sorry, sorry. Bright would walk out of the room. Calm down, sorry, sorry. You're good. He just leaves. <laughs> I was there when she died. I thought... I could bring her back. She was already so close to the years of abuse. She was real deep in the cocaine and the heroin. The morphine, she was deep in her veins. I thought by using the black magic, we could make her a god. But I was Did just you? a patsy. I was a lousy patsy. I was those no good bums at the bookstore, the Enrera. Goddamn Baron Grinnell tricked me. I thought he was going to make her an immortal goddess, but I was wrong. I, I, take out my suit, I take out my suitcase with the baggie with the doll in it. Is this related to you too? Well, yeah, uh, Belshazzar was the third man in our ritual summoning night. Yeah, yeah, that was, he was a part of it, but I feel like they tricked me. I wish I'd never found that place. Curse them and their filthy degenerate heresies. Well, uh... Yeah, I don't remember. So if I have you taste some of it, will you will, will you remember? I'd rather not. That would be real unpleasant for me. Oh, then you know what it's what, what happens when you use it. Then tell us. Yeah, I forget. It's uh, it's, it's probably bad. All right, grab him. No, no, stop it. Stop, stop. Please stop. I'm not enjoying this. I really don't want to continue. I, 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 I step towards him slowly, and yeah. then the dog forms out of my shadow into onto the floor. And then where the he hell gets, did that dog come from? And he gets right onto the to the to the the thing where the mirror's at and shit, whatever. And he's looking at it, growling, blood coming off, a finger bone still in his mouth. First offers the guy some cat food. Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. Um, <laughs> and I was like, I'm gonna, it's like, now you're gonna tell me everything I want to know, or you're gonna be fed to him next. Understand Look, me? Bajar, he had to make the dolls, all right? There, that's how we got the global slouch. We had to get the material, or the summon it wouldn't have come off right. He sent out his. He sent them out all over the city, and they collected the material, and that's how we got the raw material for the summoning. It did. It I didn't know it would work out like this. I, there's nothing I can do. Well, tell me exactly what happened. How it went out. When, how did the ritual go? Tell me. It took in great months detail. to gather enough of the the lightning, but I don't understand why it didn't. You're a dancer. Explain at the beginning, at the at the at the at the what the steps around the thing. There was a dancing move. Tell me what exactly you did. It was supposed to summon the goddess Borberite. That's what they told me, and Anita would become more powerful and save her from death. She was so close to the end. I was desperate. 
So you sacrificed her soul to this god? I didn't understand at the time. That's what I was doing. They tricked me. Well, one of your friends are dead because of it. At this point, he falls to his knees, and he is burying himself in your pant legs, on your shins. He's trying to clutch at you. He's losing all the strength. He's trying to hold himself together, but the tears, they were like water over the top of the dam. He can't hold them back. I didn't know they'd take her from me. I didn't know they were just using her like a battery to fuel their vile magics. That's what happens in cults. That's what always happens in cults. That's what's going to happen to everybody who's in a cult. And then I'm going to take a knife and I'm going to let him look at it. Wait. And then I'm going to place wait, it away. Wait. And then I'm like, You still need me. I can still help you. How can you help me? She's still out there. She's dangerous. Yeah. So am I. She wants and me. I, I don't know why. There's some kind of key. There's some kind of unspoken bond between us. And she desires me in her presence. Even now, I can feel her agents throughout the city getting closer. So if we keep you alive, she'll come to us, you're saying? Something will come. I pet him on the head, and I let him get up. I'm like, okay. Okay. And I get the knife, and I let him walk forward, you know, when he make him feel safe. Like, alright, I believe you. We're gonna help you. And when he walks, like, he just Thank has you. I that. appreciate that. Thanks so much. I mean, there's really something and I appreciate. And I push the knife into his, his, uh, his spinal cord. Uh, Wait, like, why are you killing him? Stop that. Because I think he's the key. And I only want one person to have his soul. All and right. I'm going to let my god take his soul instead. Alright, you gotta do what you gotta do. You might have thrown him with the wrong kinds of folk here, uh... Horst, I'm going to give you an opportunity to save this man's life as the knife comes out and goes directly in between the shoulder blades of Chet and Hoffman. What do you do to put the brakes up, pump the brakes on the situation? Um, you can if you want, though. That's the question here. Um, I mean, I would like to grab the knife and kind of negotiate a little bit more about whether we kill this guy. I don't want to kill him just yet. Let's okay, keep him around. Just grab, just grab the guy and pull him away from him. And I'll just, I'll just let, let a miss. Let's kill him later. There's no rush. Like, gag him. We'll leave him here and we'll come back later. Uh, fine. I'm so annoyed. You can see the fear, the anger in my eyes looking at the, the guy. Like, you got saved. I want you to know this. And I'm gonna take out some. Uh, uh, I'm gonna take out some rope and like tie yourself up. And I'm gonna take, get. Um, Good idea. I don't want you running anywhere. And if I see you run, they're not gonna help you. You understand me? Yeah, I'm not gonna help him if he runs. Just tie him up. Yeah. We'll come back and kill uh, him. It's fine. We'll take him back to our place. Yeah. There is an extreme moment of tension. 
as the knife almost enters this man's spinal column, severing the nerves, and you reach out, stopping the knife right before it kills him. A solemn, stony glance exchanged between you, and then Chatton Hoffman and you two men all understand each other very clearly. Pulling the knife out of his back, you hand him a piece of rope, he ties himself, and then he ex... He binds himself, but not his feet, and he starts to tail you all. Clearly, this man is thread, has started to fray. He is at the very end of his rope, and he... Literally. Yep, uh, you, you guys got him tied up tight, and he is going to be sticking with you as you guys move throughout the city. That's going to look good. While we're, uh, while we're walking with him, I ask him what he knows about foxes. Well, um, you got different kinds of fox. You got your white-coated arctic fox, and they're usually up in the cold place, and then you got your, your orange fox. They like to hang out with hounds sometimes. Roywood slaps him. <laughs> Don't be coy, you son of a bitch. Why are you even talking about foxes? The man asked Personal you about interest. foxes. What the fuck do you know about foxes? None of this arctic fox bullshit. Well, it was all right. Uh, Where's went the on a... fox? Wait a minute. Oh. Where is it? You, you're a psychic, aren't you? And I look at horse. Why are you a psychic? I asked um, him about fox right now. What? You're asking me why I'm psychic? No, I'm, no, I'm asking why a psychic, you, are asking about foxes right now. I don't know. I had some kind of dexedrine-fueled hallucination, and I wanted to understand if it had anything to do with the dolls. Um, I'm going to pull out the book and then read about it, and I was like, uh, we'll find out. Good idea. A little concerned about this fox thing. May, may I make a roll of occults, uh, Sir DM guy? Absolutely. Making a cult roll. See if there's any foxy things in here. <coughs> yeah, uh, you could have sworn there was something in here, but you can't find it currently. Maybe tomorrow. Well, wait. Oh, you can't just bonus. roll with advantage without me saying it. Okay, that's fair. You're right. I'm sorry. That was wrong of me. That was very oh, right. shit. All right. I'll research it later. Like... You're sure there's something in here. You just saw it the other day. I thought you thought you tabbed it, but son of a bitch. You oh, and I, I look at the Oh, let me do something a little bit more scary too. To the guy, I look at him and I point at the dog and I point at his shadow, and the shadow the dog goes into his shadow, <laughs> just in case he runs. Oh Jesus! Oh my goodness! No, I went to the Arctic. I thought that there was uh, some foxes up there. I never seen one, but and then there's the space foxes. They fight the and Andros and I. I'm sorry. I'll stop talking now. Interesting. Well, does we it, can try to look into it later. Mookie. Mookie, just in case someone doesn't acknowledge it, I like that. <laughs> this no, face no, fox? Yeah, yeah, Star Fox. Yeah. Specifically, not space. <laughs> Star fox. Thank you. Uh, I forgot that it was Star Fox. I fucked that up. Thank you. Okay. It works. As you guys. It was Space Fox. <laughs> hadn't quite made it out to the stars. The no. space travel was still uh, suborbital. Yep, yep. You guys continue with your uh, with your prisoner, Chad and Hoffman. 
and you make it back to your abode and you find a package on the doorstep addressed to Alice. I'd pick it up and read it. I open it up, I guess. And as you're about to open up the package, Alice comes back to the group. What? Hi there! How's okay. everybody doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alice sounds oh, like that. Hi, <laughs> duty! Oh my god, it's her. It's such a beautiful voice. It's just like her. Actually, even better. And um, as you're about to open up the package, a black sedan. <laughs> Shutters to a stop in front of your abode. The window rolls down slowly. Only open a crack. I push down. Um, I push down the guy that I tied up. Get down! No, no. Barrels uh, do not come out of the car. It is not like a hit-and-run style situation here. There is a man. You can only see his eyes as he peers out of the car at you. Well, I just push the guy on the ground still, cause you know, f uh, I am fucking paranoid as fuck. Ow! Oh, damn it! Oh, that's a hard Shh. ground. Ow! Ow! Uh, and I look at the I look at the car and I stare at it. It's like, yeah, you best not do that. Shut up! I almost saved your life. Almost. I apologize. Thank you for pushing me to the ground. I love dirt. Lick, lick, lick. And I, I get up, dust off myself, and look, and hmm, I walk towards him. The car. All right, Bishop, as you walk over, the rest of you here. Phone's ringing. Brightwood picks up the phone. You hear a familiar Hello. voice. A young lady on the other end. Hello, familiar lady. Who, who is this? Hello yourself, Dr. Brightwood. Remember your old friend, Grau? Click. Wow, you got a hookup. Nice. Do I know any growls, Deacon? Uh, probably, sir. I don't know. Let me check the book. I like the red. Does he know any of growls? I honestly do. don't know. You remember yes, that sir. your old friend, Alban Grau, the director of Nosferatu, a bit of a buff film buff in the German film industry. Hmm. Oh, yes, it's the guy you smoke, uh, snort crack off his crack. Yes. Uh, I remember that growl. Uh, what the hell did uh, he want? Deacon, remind me. We're going to pay this growl. Well, visit. one moment, sir. I'm, like, I'm still trying to talk to this guy. Sketchy guy. Deacon, don't talk back to me. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> and I look at the guy for a second. It's like... <sighs> you got lucky. Now walk away. And let's go. Car pulls away as you guys make your way back into the city. You're going to go talk to Alban Grau, huh? Apparently. Man, you really don't want to be talking to your people, man. A DM. 
You look him up. He's not exactly hard to find. The film guy. While falling on harder times, his first movie being such a flop, you're able to find his residence without too much difficulty. Ringing at the front door. Bring. Answers after a few moments. Standing at the stairwell, he does not invite you in, recognizing you all immediately. Uh, yes, how can I help you? Open the damn door. All right, uh, please come in. And he lets you all into his house. <laughs> That's a way to get in. Let's walk in. Coffee, tea, how can I help you? Crowd, uh, why'd you call me? I did not call you. I do not. Uh, Crow, why did you call me? Look, this is a bit of a uh, misunderstanding. Crow, I do, yes. Why did you call me? I'm quite confused as to what's happening right now. I, I'm Crow, quite sure I did not why call. Why did you call me? Uh, you can ask that question as many times as you like. My response will be the same. I, I'm pretty sure I did not call. I look around. Deacon, why did Grout call me? Uh, sit down, sir. Have this. I give him a pipe of uh, pipe of weed. No, I give him a a, a a a bong. Here you go, sir. Relax yourself. And like, Crow, we have we have been getting a message from a girl, and she told us your name and said go visit you. As I understand, you are quite popular with his ideas. Ah, uh, uh, yes. None of them ever go missing with us. We always keep them safe. Yes. Anyways. Yes, why? that's the rumor. A hundred percent attendance and no one's goes missing. No one disappears over your place on horse. Of course. Anyways, where, what, do you know why someone would call us to tell you to tell us to come to you? Well, we were definitely, me and my friends are not involved in any kind of ritual summonings, I tell you that much. Oh, is that your friend right there? Like, a point the guy's tied up and we, it's like, like we've been ignoring his existence? Ah, shit. Charton Huffman, they got you, eh? Oh, well, I guess it's time for us to come clean, eh? Yeah. Why are you, of all persons, doing this? Well, I thought that uh, I've always had a bit of a esoteric interest in the occult and I thought that uh, expanding my horizons deeper into this particular studies would be interesting and little did I realize that I would unleash a horrific plague on Berlin that's uh, my bad, I'm sorry about that it's okay, but why didn't you come to our church, we, this is our thing you, you didn't ever come visit that's been sad, and we have the orgies sorry, been trying to finance my second film but no one ever wants to well, now if you have ever even considered talking to us, we would have considered it. We do have the currency for such a thing. Really? Your, your cult is that financially successful? Yes. Yes. I make sure of it. Yes. Congratulations. Like Thank you very much. We know. <coughs> he can feel like a cold draft going down his spine. Nice little shiver. It's, uh, yeah, that's an odd sensation. I got the goosebumps. Now, how did you make money as your uh, fine organization? Uh, donations, of course. Oh, and who are these donations from? The women and men of our t a church, of course. Ah, I see, I see. Very interesting. You'll have to discuss in more detail about the 
concrete methods of your financing. This is very interesting to me. Concrete way. You do you not want to be fund for a movie or not? Is that what you're telling me? Are you offering? I would if you actually talk to us about the shit that has gone down. What the fuck is wrong with all this shit? What did you summon and why are they after this this person right here? And I point at the guy. And you can see like a like a vicious like he can see a vicious shadow and like just like eyes staring back at him in the shell. I like don't know what we summoned, but I can tell you what we are trying to summon. You are familiar with the Bobarats? Yes. Wonderful. I don't have to explain. The wait, 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 wait. Give me a second. Uh, no, wait, no. Just explain from other people, actually. I'm a, a coat later and uh, horse. Of course, is... of course. You are, but for the rest of everyone's benefits, so the Bobarats the goddesses of lust and sex of the ancient Greek world. And that is the god we called upon in trying to summon within the Icosahedron. However, we uh, might have made a small mistake. You rolled the dice, didn't you? We, we rolled in a proverbial one. And you got a nat one? Yes, and yeah. we unfortunately accidentally allowed uh, something other than uh, the intended, uh, it's the intended summoning uh, into our plane. Uh, we're very sorry about that, aren't we, Chattenhofen? Oh yeah, we're uh, mighty sorry about that. That's fine. One would get in here soon enough. I know that for sure. Um. And I sigh. Like, oh, I how do you sat. know that? That's it, Justine. Why are you so certain? Because there's always something happening around this town. And I, so I, that's pet, I, pet, I, pet, I pet his head softly. Like, now, tell me about the ingredients for to make these dolls that you well, shorted. I believe uh, Chatton Hoffman might be able to... Uh, if he hasn't already, then maybe I should just let you know that he took some of the matter from his wife and used it as a substance, as a base for the summoning ritual in which our god used to grow her flesh from. Wait, I'm what did you sorry. say? So, I was right. I was 100% right. At when this I point, said... Chattenhoffman looks away down at the ground in shame. Yes, it's quite true, Chattenhoffman. You do not need to be embarrassed about your accomplishments. It's a great feat to be able to bring from the other side beyond the veil into our own. I, was, I, I look at it, I was like, I guessed this. The moment I look at this thing and I got the newspaper, I exactly guessed this thing. You nailed Perfect. it. I, you did. I gotta admit, that was pretty astute. Yes, it's quite impressive, Chattenhoffman, that you are able to provide a medium for a start date to enter our world. You, in the death throes of Anita Berber, took her life and gave it to our goddess. And at this point, Chattenhoffman looks like he's swaying a little bit. He might fall, pass out to the ground. All right. That explains a lot, then, why she's looking for you. Maybe revenge? 
Did you put some of your DNA in this doll? Look, I don't know why, but it seems that a piece of Anita is in this new woman. This Whoa. new god that walks among us. And it's <coughs> because of Anita's donation, the foundation from which she was birthed. She has some kind of obsession with me. I've got to get out of here. i got to get out of this town. And he moves to leave, but he just collapses onto the ground in a pile. And at this point, you guys look up from him and see pulling up around the corner, just down the street, nosing around the bend, the same black sedan, two men in the front seat. Well, he can't move anyways. There's a dog who will grab him the moment he tries to leave. Remember, in the shadow? He doesn't know that. Yeah, he did. I did it in front of his face. I pointed He doesn't know that because he's crazy. He's dumb as fuck. That's what he is. And that, too. He is a southern... Wait, well, southern people aren't hey. stupid. Uh, <laughs> some are. Some Anyways. Uh, so we've he's lost our Chinese base, and we've lost our Jewish base, and we just lost all of our uh, southern... Texas no. base. As well. Not Who's the Texas left? base. Is anyone listening to this fucking thing? Not the red... <laughs> not the red states. No. What? They're all the right. bad states. And the liberals are all pedophiles. There, that's everybody. We got them. All right, good. Very yeah, nice. <laughs> full, full circle. Oh, uh, excellent. All right. Um, is he dead now or is he alive? The guy. Of- he has passed out. And as you guys look up from his limp form, you see the idling engine of that sedan. Parked menacingly. All right. Take out my shotgun, point it at him, fire. And as you lose that shot into the Berlin streaks, as we're going to end it this week. Nice. Uh, That's the one way to end it. Hey. Hey, wait. How many things have a guest right then? Honestly. Everything. You're 10 for 10, man. You should be a detective. Uh, Nice. Is that why you always stay quiet when I say something? When you're too hot on the trail, I'm just gonna shut up. Oh no, I don't know what you're talking about. Huh? I'm over here doing something else. I gotta He's very quiet about the dolls then too. Wookie. <laughs> all right, it's been a pleasure, boys. As always, thank you all for playing. Good night. All right. Adios, buenos nachos, hasta la pasta. <laughs>